This is Edge Experience. Get ready to embark on a cutting edge journey from the Edge Media Network Studios. Here's your host, Dennis George. Welcome to the Edge Experience, brought to you by our friends at Vermont Tourism, where there's a place for everyone. From cozy cabins and covered bridges to historic downtowns and luxury resorts, Vermont has it all. Learn more at vermontvacation.com. Hey, in this episode, we're going to talk about nude tourism to save a dollar, unusual places to visit, lots more pride festivals coming up, and the World Gay Games 11. Mitch is in the house. Hey, Mitch. what's up? How are you, Mitch? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here on the edging experience. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you just call it the edging? Ex- I don't, I don't, is that really what it is? I don't, is you think that's how they got the name? For Edge I thought, Media oh, Network? that's not the name? No, it's Edge Media Network. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes much more sense. Cause I mean, having all of you guys here for an edging experience is, is just going to be awkward. No, I think it's fine. I think that adds more dimension to the show. Sam is here. Sam, how are you? Pretty good. I was a little on edge. I, I was thinking it was an edging experience as well. So I had to put my clothes back on real quick. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, you could for the listeners, you can go ahead and take them off. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You, you can then describe what, what you've got going on there. Oh, I got a lot going on here. All right. Debbie is in the house, who, by the way, is often referred to our chaperone. So this is a good time for her to to chime in. We started so strongly in the wrong direction, guys. Come on now. We're better than this. Come on. Did you say the wrong erection? What did you just say? You, you, you wash your mouth out with soap right now, sir. I mean, Debbie, here's the thing. We have like a minute, all right, to... To, where we are just completely unsupervised. All right. True. This is not my fault. <laughs> this is so yeah, I should be introduced it. first. From now on, let's go. <laughs> no. And Denny G is in the house. Hey, everybody. I'm, uh, I'm doing marvelous, but I'm going to get better and I'm living on the edge. <laughs> and of glory well don't go over the edge <laughs> uh, maybe i'm a lemming also so let's talk a little bit about travel you know worldwide travel has reached all times highs like it's blown past pre-covid numbers recently i flew to florida the flight was packed like sardines and let's talk mm-hmm. about rudeness on airplanes so there's all these surveys out now about people being rude on airplanes and so i want to like ask you all there some questions here like for example do you think it's okay for someone to clip their nails like their toenails on the seat next to you absolutely not not. no 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 (laughs) nope i don't even care if it's your fingernails that's a you do that at home by yourself Mm -hmm. yeah and what there's too much shrapnel in the air and if someone (laughs) Now, I will say, I will say the odd repair, for example, if you break a nail or if you chip a nail, I get that you got to get the file out and take care of that. That's 100% understandable, but full sets. No, absolutely not. And you also have to clean up after yourself. If you're going to do the filing, you have to clean up after yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just Just whip out my mani-pedi kit on the plane. What are you whipping out? What happened? What? I lost Dennis at Whip It Out. Yeah, I don't think, right. you could, although there right. are videos of people doing that on an airplane, and I don't think that's appropriate either. I'm just going to speak wait, for wait. yourself. Manny Petties? Manny Petties? No, whipping it out on an airplane. Oh. I think that's How about under a blanket? No, I, 
I just think that oh, just you're creates, no fun. <laughs> just Depends on how cute they are. Never right. fly. Well, it might be a really Debbie. long flight, like from London, you know? Right. No, Debbie, note to self never fly. Gotta pass the time somehow. That's a lot of edging, Denny. Okay. How about when a kid is sitting behind you and he keeps kicking the seat? Is it rude to turn around and say, hey, knock it off? Or do you suffer in silence? Oh, no. No, you turn around. Yeah, I, I see. I've, I've put the, the fear shit of God out of kids before accidentally, <laughs> but I've done it. So, yeah, I love kids. Seats. so listen to this. A re recent survey said 28% of people said you should suffer in silence. I, I don't know. What? No. Right. Absolutely not. Be no, kind you about saying something. And then if the parents continue to be uh, unresponsive to your tries at getting that child to behave then you can say something to the parents too but i mean so do you address it do you address it to the kid or do you address it to the parent because 90 percent of people surveyed said you don't talk to the kid you address it to the parent well the age of the child yeah, yeah. age of the child uh, and yeah. what are we talking about talking to the kid what do you mean by that well so kids kicking your seat do you turn around and look at the kid and say hey knock it off or do you look at the parent and say could you get them to stop no, you just do it in a nice way. And then if they don't, then you change seats with them and return the favor. <laughs> <laughs> just like grab your drink, throw it over the seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, how about taking your shoes off on the airplane? That's okay. That's in okay. your seat Not your socks. Shoes, okay. In, in your seat. Can you walk to the bathroom barefoot? No. Why would no. you want to? <laughs> I yeah, know, but gross. Yes, you can. Yes, Apparently you can. there are people. How, how about putting your makeup on uh, in the seat? Full, okay, so mm. let me. I I full makeup. No, I think that's that's tacky because a little touch up, a little blush, yeah. a little touch up, comb a your hair, blush, you know, a little foundation, yeah. Debbie. No, 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 not a little foundation. On. That's full. That's full package, man. Yeah, no, lip gloss, a lip touch gloss. Up, check yourself out. Maybe a little powder to keep the shine off. I get that, but not full. Like I'm gonna put all my foundation on, and then I'm gonna yeah. do this and do the different shading and toning, and you know. No, no, no. Too much. Okay. And who has, Agreed. so who has the jurisdiction over the window shade? Is it a, a communal discussion in the row or is it the person at the window who gets to control it? Window. Oh, window. This it's is not window. a discussion. It is a dictatorship. Except, except, right. except landing and takeoff. Then you got to have them open. Well, okay. So Denny G is going to follow the, the flight rules. Uh -huh. <laughs> do you, do you also not use your phone during landing and takeoffs? I do not. I do. I turn not, that. I don't damn, call. I, I turn check that my damn thing on. Like it's gonna really. You think it's gonna totally. flutz with the? You think it's gonna flutz with the electronics of the airplane? Like that's pretty scary. Well, let's talk about this. Danny Dennis's phone is not five G. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of the flip phone last year. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you mean the walkie-talkie? Right. How about both armrests? If you're in the middle seat, do you get to claim both armrests, or do you have to pick one? I think it's a situational thing. Like, you know, yeah. if you've got a kid sitting next to you, yeah, you get both armrests. Sorry, kid. But it but it really should be because you're having to take the discomfort of being sometimes forced in the middle. Mm -hmm. So if you're forced to be in the middle, then you should get to control both of them because sometimes it will give you more space. Hmm. Well, you're I, I, you're half right, Sam, because, well, 57% of you is wrong. 57% of travelers said no, that the armrest is not reserved for the middle seat deal. Wait Maybe a minute. Maybe those 57% so, are wrong. 
Right, right, maybe. I, I mean, I just right. tell people it's like, look, my hand's going to be on the armrest or it's going to be on your inner leg. You pick one. <laughs> Wait a minute. We need to travel more together. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a, I think Some that's people a, will take up on that offer. Right. No, to sell travel with Mitch. Right. <laughs> it depends on who it depends. Sometimes it's shared. You know, sometimes you do it part of the flight and not the whole flight. It depends on the size shared? of the people. How about someone with really long hair draping their hair over the back of the seat? Oh, you! If someone does that to me, their hair is fair game. You're, yeah, you are, you are asking for trouble. So, so Mitch, you're I think you get to color it however you wish. You get to do. You can put some gum in it. Sam's I'll take in a there trophy. braiding. Sam's in there braiding your hair. Right, <laughs> or cutting charter. Cut it. Right? Just cut it. Yeah, off. I'll just take a trophy. maybe a little ketchup for some red highlights. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's great. Um, any other weird thing, Dane, weird things happen to you guys when you travel? Do you have that? I had a guy sit next to me and he brought an entire fried chicken dinner and literally spread it out on the tray. Everything. He had the whole smorgasbord deal and his hands were greasy and he wiped them on the seat rest of the, of the seat in front of me. I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) That's disgusting. See, that's why I don't walk around a plane barefoot. They don't clean it that well. All right. I mean, like, for example, the bathroom, they only clean it when it breaks. Right. All right. When you're in the bathroom, those like water spots on the floor, that's not water. You know, I take my shoes off. When I take my shoes off on the plane, I put my feet inside my shoes on top of them. I don't put them on the floor just for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to air them out, you know. I don't know what I agree with all of you about taking your shoes off in flight because I, I I know some people have got some pretty smelly feet, and I don't know that I want to be filling or smelling other people in my airspace like that. Well, that's that's something different then, all right? We've all agree you don't bring something horribly smelly on a plane. Yeah. Well, also, whenever you have to go through security and you have to take off your shoes to walk through, what what's the big difference if you take off your shoes in the flight then? Because that gets scrubbed actually at least on a nightly basis. All right. I mean, how like many times have you worked at the airport and TSA <laughs> check to make sure that it's clean? I think it's great that you you believe that, but I don't think that that happens. I don't take my shoes off. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. I don't either. Whenever you, know. you go through TSA? Yes, I don't. Well, I mean, we have TSA pre. You're you're with the peasants. <laughs> wow. I don't have pre. Don't wow. travel with Mitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mark that one off the list. Sorry. Yeah. I get a little annoyed whenever people don't use their headphones and they listen to videos or Facebook or things like that while I'm on the flight or in the airport. Like, just put your headphones on. That's why you have headphones. Yeah. And a guy across the aisle, he was in the center seat, and he was watching a porn on his iPad, and the kid next to him, unrelated, was watching with him. And I didn't know... I knew the kid was flying alone because he was interested, but I, I guess. And I'm like, this just doesn't seem appropriate, but I'm, it's On not so my, many levels. It wasn't my place to say because I was, I wasn't connected to the travelers in any way. It was just mm-hmm. an observation, but I don't, I think that's also, I think what you watch on a plane is also, uh, can yeah. be inappropriate. You should have told the flight attendant. Yeah, I probably should have. I just yeah, let somebody else deal with it. Not your deal. 
No, you're right. I should have, though. We need to speak yeah. up and stuff. But uh, I thought that That's was right. crazy. Say something, say something. Right, exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. We were going to talk a little bit about um, the prices to fly. Um, so domestic travel is incredibly expensive right now. But there's a lot of international travel where you can find less expensive flights if you're creative, meaning don't fly in the domestic carriers find like SAS Airlines, which has really great prices right now. That's a good example. Um, and if you go to Google Flights, you can actually check it out. Um, for example, we looked at it just to see flights and stuff. And you can go on SAS, for example, from JFK to Paris for like 600 bucks, which is- Round trip? Yeah, round trip, which is pretty wow. damn good. That's really you, good, yeah. Or you can go Chicago to Dublin for 400 bucks. But might not be the best time to go to France still. It may not be. They're still burning things. But the thing might be is, why it's cheaper too. But eh, I don't know. Because these are also a bunch of places. JFK to Milan, uh, also LA to Copenhagen. Um, but the trick is you need to fly on some international carriers. Get away from the domestic ones. That's that's the interesting. Trick you know, when when we went to when we went to China, we wanted we went on a Groupon. It was $800 a person. It was 14 days. All airfare was included, both round trip plus lodging. And that was 800 bucks because China, wow. wants, wow. China wants visitors. And so they subsidize your flights. Yeah. So you let check me it know out. whenever you find a deal like that again. Right. Yeah, that's a good well, I'll go with you. Looking, I, guess, right. I guess search Groupon. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. great. I always yeah. get nervous about Groupon. Like, is it really going to happen or is it really easy? Is it real? Is it yeah. not real? No, yeah, we were nervous about it. We yeah. were nervous about it, but it worked yeah. out perfect. And that was on Groupon? Yeah, it was, it was Groupon, but it was through through a China thing, yes. Yeah, yeah. awesome. That's really so, cool. That is so really one good. One thing about traveling to Europe is even if you can just get to Europe, might not be the city you want to be in. Get to Europe the cheapest way possible, all right? Because their rail system over there is second to none, all right? Yeah. You can get from your destination, from your city you land in to any city. Uh, I think it's for like literally 140, 170 bucks for like first class, like not or not first class. Mitch, you can get a rail pass like good for a whole week. So you can get on and off too, right? I That's read that. It's a good idea. Somewhere. It's good ideas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they have rail, rail passes for, but there are also a lot of different systems. So yeah. sometimes you you might have to look at it to make sure that you know you can get everywhere you want to get on a certain pass. Yeah, you know, That's, trains in Europe are fun too. Oh yeah, yeah. you're when allowed to get off on the train. Our car. You're allowed to get off before you get off. <laughs> My God. Of course you are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie, for the bell. There it is. Uh, there, there it is. It only that, took us that, that long. That's right. There you go. Uh, and I did it. Ta-da. Good job. Speaking of saving some money, coming up after the break, our segment on a dime on a dollar, to save money, would you consider staying on a stranger's couch? Now, before you answer, because we'll do this after the break, it is clothing optional. So we'll be right back after this message. Edge Experience is powered by Vermont Tourism. Find trip ideas, search for events, and start planning today at vermontvacation.com. Looking for more? Discover culture, videos, out and about photos, and more. Just log on and click edgemedianetwork.com. 
So welcome back. Um, we were talking about would you would you would you stay on someone's couch to save some money? We'll talk about that in just a second because I want to get all of your take on this. Like you know what are where's your limitations on this deal? Um, that's our segment uh, on a dime on a dollar that's coming up next. But first. Uh, let's talk a little bit about unusual travel places. Debbie's going to talk a little bit about unusual travel places. What do you got for us this time, Debbie? So I'm focused on Vermont because, you know, they're, they're our sponsor and, and I thought it'd be a great place to start. And I, I, there were, there were a lot, I mean, a lot. I went into this website and there were like 75, 80 places to go. So I just highlighted a few. So this is, this is just a few. I don't even know if I'll get through all these, but I highlighted 10 <clears throat> just because they were of interest to me. And yeah, we'll, make it, we'll never make it through 10. <laughs> I I, we'll, I'm, try. I'm picking, we'll try. Right now I'm picking and choosing because I know you. I know we'll you try. We'll I try. know you praise a lot of, but I'm going to start <laughs> with. I will start with Lake Moray Skate Trail, which is in Fairley, Vermont. It's actually a path of more than four miles around a frozen lake. And it's the longest skate path in the United States. Is it roller mm. skating? I, I, did you hear the ice. frozen ice? Oh, uh, yeah. oh, ice skating. Ice Dennis, skating. I think you just aged yourself. They don't roller skate anymore. They roller blade. Oh, that's no, no. Roller or they hoverboard. Is huge, roller skating is making a huge comeback. It is. Comeback. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was really neat. When I was young, we used to ice skate. I, I was born in Indiana. And so we used to ice skate a lot when I was younger, but I unfortunately did not ice skate well. So I used to ice skate on my ankles because they were so weak. They would just bend in. If I was going really fast, I was straight as a board. And then you were good at it. here's yeah. the challenge, Debbie, of me doing something like that. So well, no, I didn't say you were doing that. Okay. <laughs> how many miles? Can we talk around? about that for a minute? No, I want to hear miles, where this was going. How many miles is it around? Four miles? More than four miles. So here's the problem for me. I'm just saying I would get a mile or two into the deal and I'd be like, I'm done. And then I'd be wow, stuck. You're going to get a mile. In? Well, I'm just saying mile or two? Is, for anyone. The point is you'd be stuck on the other side of the lake. That's that's my problem. I think I'm just saying. I think you just bring somebody along that can push you. It can carry me. I mean, it is on ice, so we can just kind of like push you and you can slide for a while. Turn into a dog, a dog really, sled. Is that really your problem? Really? Is that your problem? I'm just saying. I don't think right. so. Let's get a dog sled. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on to this next one. It's called Harvey's Lake, and it's the home of Jacques Cousteau's first dive. Now, Jacques Cousteau, famous marine explorer, you would never expect him to have done this in... So why do you open up a bar if he was a marine explorer? Wait a minute. Is Vermont on an ocean? I, I, I admit you've got to take this. I can't do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. But first, you've got to answer, why did he open up a bar? What do you mean, why did he open up a bar? Jacques he said Cousteau? it was his first dive. <laughs> <laughs> So what is it? Where is this? Where is this in Vermont? Where is this? Where is this in Vermont? Burnett, Vermont. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Never would have thought that Jacques Cousteau, such a big marine explorer, would have. Anyways, I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what? <laughs> so one other place I want to point out. Well, a couple other East Corinth, which is in Corinth, Vermont. Corinth, Vermont, there's a town there that that town, East Corinth, was actually played the town in Connecticut that was used for Beetlejuice. So oh, wow. that was oh, wow. actually the town used for the movie Beetlejuice. Hmm, so you can go visit that. 
Yes, yes. That's and you can cool. see the little they, the picture that I saw was the bridge. It's very iconic in the movie. And mm. as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's from Beetlejuice. So mm. do they have a lot of Beetlejuice stuff there too? I didn't you know? I didn't see a lot of I didn't do a bunch of exploring there, so I don't know. But yeah. I, would, I would be shocked if they didn't have something at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool, kind of a cool theme of it, right? Yeah, commemorate its usage. Yeah. Uh, so two other things I'll point out and then I'll stop because I know you boys and I won't get through anything else. So there's a place called Donisu Bakes and Cooks in Grand Isle, Vermont. And it's actually mm-hmm. a a place that sells baked goods on an honor system. Well, I so like you it. get your baked goods and you put money down. Mm, that's honor. nice. I thought that was really neat. Uh-huh. Then last but not least. Do they have really hot guys that serve you there? I didn't see. I saw a lot of the food, Sam, and it's. I I'd go there for the food if there were hot yeah. men there as well. Then it's just icing on the cake. That would be, <laughs> Literally, yeah, that would be <laughs> frosting. The ocean. Frosting. Frosting. Uh, yeah. Last but not least, Ben and Jerry's Flavor Graveyard in Waterbury, Vermont. Hmm. So the the description I loved the way they wrote this. The sweetest graveyard in the world is filled with headstones. For dearly depinted ice cream flavors. So they still make a lot of their old flavors, but you can only get them there. No, no, you, these are ones that they've killed that are they're no longer making. So they have great right, right. for the flavors. So you can still go there and get those. No, 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 no. It's just a graveyard. Oh, it's literally like for, a cemetery. <laughs> yeah, it's a cemetery with gravestones of the flavors that are no longer being made. Why now, not? if we have okay. a seance in that okay. cemetery, I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with Mitch. Let's do a, a bowl of ice cream appear in our hands of the flavor that we call. Yes. Oh, and it's going to be zero calorie, too. <laughs> the street scene that's over Dennis's head there, that's in Vermont. Where do you know where that's from? Um, No. <laughs> no one no one on the podcast can see that so it doesn't okay <laughs> all right well thank you debbie i know ben and jerry started in vermont um so i know that's a thing and they've got a big museum there maybe that's part of the same deal um and you can go and do tastings of their current flavors as well for sure i have a question because i'm not it's been a while since i've watched beetlejuice is the bridge a covered bridge too in that it is yes it's the covered bridge that they basically the car goes off of if I Vermont has a ton of covered bridges. Oh yeah. They do covered bridge tours. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, I think there's some good leaf peeping you can do there in the fall too. I'm just, Oh yeah. The is fall it, is that to keep the ice off the, the bridges? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I, I would yeah, imagine, I, <laughs> I would imagine that and the fact that the bridges are wood, that it actually reduces the wear and tear from the elements on the bridge. Okay. This that is it's easier to replace to the me. roof of the bridge than it is to replace the, like the superstructure. Yeah. Clearly I need to go visit Vermont. Yes. Speaking of visiting places, there's a place called Mr. B and B.com. There's an ampersand in there. So it's Mr. B and B.com. We'll put the link on, uh, on the website. I, they do hotels, B and B's and personal rooms and also people's sofas, lots of reviews, uh, spare rooms. People even list the backseat of their car that you can rent and stay in. Um, many no. of these listings, let me, let me finish. Many of these listings are clothing <laughs> optional stays. Now, I'm not really sure about the clothing optional thing, but for example, you can I'm stay. Intrigued. Yeah, you can stay in Manhattan in Times Square in a penthouse loft. If you select clothing optional, it's only $82 a night. 
So, so the owner is giving you an incentive to save even more money. So here's the question. Mm. Would you stay to save money on travel? Would you go to MrBnB.com and rent someone's couch uh, in a clothing optional environment? I What's the regular cost? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I'm with Mitch. I need Mitch? to know what the original cost is. Well, and let's say instead of instead of spending two hundred, let's say instead of spending two hundred fifty dollars for a hotel room in a downtown major city, you're only going to spend forty dollars for someone's sofa. And the Man, owner listed the owner listed as clothing optional, and um, the owner states very clearly that they don't wear clothing. Would you Would you take them up and stay in that place to say Manhattan clothing? penthouse? Maybe so. Maybe All right. I want to see pictures of the couch, though. I want to know how many stains are on that sucker. Right, and if <laughs> see, it looks I'm in a completely different place that Denny and Sam are. All right, I want to see pictures of the person who I'm renting from. Right, <laughs> I want to see past reviews, and I want to know what their expectations are. All right, and then you know, yeah, okay. So the question is: the Mister is the Mister and B Mister B and B dot com is that website also a hookup site? Because it sure sounds like it to me. It sounds like it stands for bareback. <laughs> I about to say, does the BB stand for something else? Yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm just kind of wondering: is it is is this experience coming with a happy ending, or do you have to give a happy ending? Or is the experience just coming? You just have to call. That's all. Some of the listings. <laughs> <laughs> some of the listings are very suggestive, like that. Um, some of the listings are. Very, We've been buzzed by Debbie. Right. When has uh, that ever stopped us? <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, many celebrate Pride in June, but we're here to tell you that there's dozens of festivals and parades coming up. After the break, we'll experience some of the best Pride festivals yet to come. Stick around. We'll be right back. Edge Experience is powered by Vermont Tourism. Find trip ideas, search for events, and start planning today at vermontvacation.com. Ready to become part of the action? We want to hear from you. Send us your tips, hot trends, amazing photos, and more at podcast at edgemedianetwork.com. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram for even hotter stuff. And hey, welcome back to the show. So I know everyone thinks like, oh my God, the month of June, it's Pride Month. And if I, if I missed on festivals, yeah, it doesn't work like that anymore. There's so many Pride festivals spread out um, and they're everywhere. I'm just going to run through a bunch of them. Um, Charlotte Pride is August 19th. Fair New York uh, is August 21st. Silicon Valley Pride is August 26th. Jersey Silicon. City, Jersey City LGBTQ plus Pride Fest. Now, I want to know about the Jersey City one. Like, is that because isn't there wasn't there a gym tan laundry, baby? Right. Exactly. GTL. <laughs> Uh, Muncie, Indiana, it has theirs on September 2nd. Duluth is September 2nd. Napier, September 9th. South Central Minnesota Pride is September 9th also. Vermont Pride uh, in the Waterfront Park of Burlington, Vermont is September 10th. Riverside Pride. I bet Pride. that will be wonderful. Nice weather. Yeah. It won't be too hot. You know, that's a good point, Sam. A lot of these festivals, you'll right, get to do leaf peeping. They can avoid, you're right. They can avoid the really hot temperature. You're right. But then. Let's do general peeping. But isn't Pride Fest, I mean, <laughs> nice to see the eye candy and stuff. And so when it's hot, people will take their shirts off. I'm just saying. Dennis, Dennis, yeah. Dennis. Yeah. When has weather ever stopped a gay boy from taking off his shirt? Right. I've got to snap him up in cold right. weather, too. Why are we talking just about the shirt? 
<laughs> Those are all very fair when comments. When has cold weather ever stopped a gay boy from taking off his clothes? Right. Uh, <laughs> truth. Never. Uh, Southwest Virginia Pride is September 16th. Unless it's snowing. Pride of Southern Utah is September 23rd. Space Coast Pride in Melbourne, Florida. I thought that was interesting. September 23rd also. And Columbus, uh, Indiana Pride, um, September 30th. I think uh, Columbus has a huge, huge uh, LGBTQ community. So, yeah. So I like Columbus, Melbourne, Indiana. Yeah, uh, they have a huge uh, gay community. Columbus. Dude, I did not know that. Um, what did you ask, Debbie? I ju- I just asked if you said Columbus, Indiana, because I d- I don't know where that is, and so I, I'm going to have to look up and see, like physically in Indiana, where that's located. Just curious. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I didn't put it on the map. I don't know. Um, and speaking of prides, there's also a ton of film festivals coming up. Um, Reeling, which is the Chicago LGBT International Film Festival, September 21st to October 8th. Now, here's the cool thing about all these. There's a bunch of film festivals. Um, the biggest ones are Chicago and Out on Film in Atlanta, uh, which, by the way, Out on Film in Atlanta was um, USA Today's 10 Best Reader Choice Awards for winner of Best Film Festival. But here's the deal on these film festivals now. You can sign up and watch them virtually, which is really cool. So so now, so now, that's the reason we're talking about them, right? Because I'm, I don't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go to Chicago, but you can check out these films by, by buying, uh, buying a pass to, uh, to check them out, which is, and you can do it at the comfort of your own home, doing the comfort of your own home and without closing. If, yes, clothing <laughs> option or from a Mr. B and B site, or you can rent a couch and <laughs> right. Right, watch it there. Go to Manhattan, Mr. B and B. Do it there. Watch from his couch. Yeah. I'm. Sh- it sounds like he would be more than willing to host and more than willing to not wear the clothes and clothes and watch the show with you. There you go. Right. Group event out on film. Atlanta's yes. LGBTQ film festival, by the way, kind of leads the country in amazing festivals and films. Their 36th annual festival is coming up and it's going to showcase over 150 films, documentary, wow. short films, um, which That's is awesome. Yeah. Which is how pretty, long does that go cool. on? 150 films. How many yeah. days? Yeah. So it runs September 21st to October 1st. So just over a week. Um, and it's out on film.org. This is their 36th year, but they've won a ton of awards. And speaking of mm-hmm. Atlanta, Atlanta pride is coming up October 14th through the 15th. October 14th and 15th. And this is the 53rd annual Atlanta Pride. Uh, and they're back. The two-day celebration uh, is also follows the weekend. Um, the weekend follows National Coming Out Day, which their theme this year is show up and show out. Um, they attract like over 300,000 people in the past years. And I think with COVID over, it's going to be a lot more. Um, this year, they've got a new executive director, who uh, took over Chris McCain and he's from LA. So uh, they're seeing lots of changes and lots of stuff, which is really kind of cool. Um, Excellent. Wait a minute. We need we talk more about gay the films games? that hit the big screens. Uh, Mitch and Sam, you both talked over each other. What'd you say, Sam? I said, we do need more gay films to hit the big yeah. screen too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mitch, what were you saying? Oh, I, I was going to go right, o- right over to the gay games. I mean, that's something that we also just can't ignore. That's coming up what, too. What are the gay games? Okay, so it's the largest, it's actually the largest sporting event for LGBTQ plus 
uh, for the entire community. It's like a nine day festival. Um, they've got like 22 different sports this year. It's taking place in actually two cities for the first time. Do they have water uh, sports? I think the water sports that you want them to have and the water sports <laughs> they have are entirely different. Okay. They have volleyball. They yes, do they have do. volleyball. Dennis. Yes. Dennis. Yeah, there's no pisser or pissy in there. They got volleyball. What else do they have? What else? Mitch, what else do they've got for games? They have swimming and diving and water polo. Those are your water sports, Dennis. All right. Uh, They have volleyball. They have soccer. They have, uh, oh, God, I'm not even going to be able to say this one without golf. They they have wrestling, and I'm just going to pause now for that. Yeah, is it lubed up? I like wrestling. What is the outfit they wear? The unitard? Yeah. Wrestling, <laughs> um, they also have badminton. I like which, a good bulge. All right. They also have badminton, which I mean, you you know the birdie that they play with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also called the shuttlecock. Yeah, shuttlecock. Yes. I don't understand who names this stuff. I'm just saying. I I don't either, but I mean, I just <laughs> probably somebody that listens to our show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, whoever named it is our kind of people. Let's be honest. So there's two locations you said they're doing this for the first time? Yes, they're doing it in Hong Kong and they're doing it in Puerto Vallarta. Hmm. Ooh. Let's go, PV. Puerto Vallarta or Guadalajara? I think it's Guadalajara. Oh, it is Guadalajara. Sorry, I get those cities because I was reading. Yeah, it's something about that. But Guadalajara is five hours to Puerto Vallarta. That's where I get them confused because I know Puerto Vallarta is a great city. Nice recovery. So you go do the games and then you travel and then spend a week to recover in Puerto Vallarta. And do the games. Yeah. When are these? (laughs) These are coming up, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, They are. Or you go and watch. Right. right? They are coming up. uh, They are November 3rd through through the 11th. Okay. And I mean, the best part about this is that, you know, regardless of your ability, your age, your identity, your background, your sexual orientation, religion, ethnicity, it, you could, it's for you. All right. It is not meant for, you know, just the professional athletes. They have all skill levels there. Mm-hmm. I, I know people who have played in the gay games in the past and they, it's an experience they'll never forget. And it, yeah. if you have an opportunity to go watch it, if you're not participating, go watch it. If you want to participate, put a team together, make it happen. Yeah, and you don't. I was yeah. reading too that you don't even need a team. Like you can go, then they let you sign up to join other teams. But there's also a lot of individual stuff um, that you can participate in as well. Yep. So I think yep. if you this is definitely a great thing to put on the bucket list, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, Absolutely, for sure. Well, yeah, well thank the couch you for in New York. Right, get on the couch. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll be back uh, with another podcast pretty soon. This is brought to you by our friends at the Vermont Tourism Bureau. And we want to remember that you can learn everything about Vermont at vermontvacation.com. Take care, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye. Peace. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been Edge Experience with your host, Dennis George. Find us online 24-7 at edgemedianetwork.com.